Yo, John Fitch here. John Fitch knows nothing. It's another beautiful Sunday, and it's Father's Day. So, yay to me. I had a nice little uh, breakfast with the kiddos. And my woman went to one of our spots down in South San Jose Flames. It's excellent. Excellent. And, um, yeah, had some good food. Then uh, went to the pool, and you can see I have a little bit of <laughs> some some sunburn almost on my face. I hope that just turns into some tan. But yeah, I got a little I got a little sun. It's nice. It's nice. It's summertime, guys. It's summertime. I love summertime. <sighs> Got to be uh, yeah, single handled single handedly the favorite time of year for me. Summertime, sunshine. Got the, you don't have that many clothes to wash it clean because you're wearing less. Right, I got the shorty shorts out, the tank tops. Doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, but yeah, it's Father's Day, but we had some fights. We had fights. Two events, Bellator and the UFC. Some pretty good fights, some interesting fights. Uh, I was entertained. I was entertained. We'll talk about them. Hope you guys got to see them. Yes. Uh, oops. Hamza Amir says, Father's lives matter. Yes. 100. All right, guys. Let's get into it. Let's jump into the Bellators. Did you guys watch the Bellators on Friday? Uh, 297. It was pretty good. Let's, uh, let's do some Sherry screens. Let's do some Sherry screens. Here we go. Very early uh, prelims, the Perry Newman. I, I know Perry. Uh, he came to a seminar I taught out in uh, Indiana. That was the last year? I think it was last year. Maybe the year before. But, um, yeah, a little bit, a little outgunned in this matchup, you know. I think he's undersized for 185. And then uh, the guy's fine was undefeated. Tough, tough matchup. Uh, Tamur, stud. Show results. Oh, there we go. The decision win. Um, more over Belize. Colgan over Sanchez. That may be... Um, a little bit of surprise to some. We go side by side. Is that better? You guys want the bigger screen? Me in the little box or me in the equal box? Huh? Let me know. Let me let me what you're uh, thinking. But yeah, Sanchez. Sanchez has been in the mix, battling it out. Um, but this uh, Colgan, Colgan, undefeated, eight no. Somebody to be keeping an eye out for. I haven't heard of him. I haven't heard of this Archie Colgan before. He looked um, pretty good against Sanchez. So to keep an eye out for that guy. Norbert. Norbert with the KON over Camille. And... Uh, I don't know if that is that a Jerry Curl mullet. That looks great with uh, Mike Hamill. 
I hope that's what that is. Julio Willis, I think he lost. Yeah, it was the Ramazan. Ramazan, didn't he have a, a vicious, wasn't that a vicious knockout? Massively vicious knockout. And then Godzi, the decision win. Uh, Kretschmeyer, he was training at AKA, but he has gone, I think, moved to Texas, or he's in Oklahoma, one of those two. He got the win, big uh, TKO finish, takedown, put him in the fence, big ground and pound. He did well. He did well. He's a stud, good wrestler. He's had a couple tough losses. He's kind of one of those guys he's in that spot where I feel like he did so well in college wrestling, and he had a, a bit of notoriety coming off of that, you know? I mean, just, just from the college wrestling, he had like 50,000 Instagram followers, you know? So it automatically kind of throws him in a deeper, deeper pool of water to, to start competing at. I think if, um, you know, he wouldn't have had as big a name coming out of college and he would have fought a little bit lower level guys, he'd probably be like 10 or 15 and 0 with a lot more experience coming into the bigger, bigger named fights and stuff. But, is what it is, and he's making making some good uh, headway. It's a big, big win for him there. This guy, Vladimir Guevara, he's a stud, right? He may not, you may not realize it yet, but he is a stud. He's a stud, and um, man, like when I trained with him, he came in. He's been training AKA. I don't know if he's still there, but last time I was AKA regularly, he was training there, and I got to spar with him, roll with him quite a bit. He's huge. He was, I mean, he was like 280 at the time um, that we were rolling around together. But the guy's, you know, he's a black belt jiu-jitsu. He's solid on the ground. Nothing flashy, you know, just solid techniques that work and put you into, uh, you know, bad spots, sweep you, get himself back to his knees or on top. And um, the thing is, though, you don't, you don't recognize how hard he hits. You know, he doesn't look like somebody who's going to knock your head off, but he is. He hits, he's got big power. He's got very big power. And he's 2 0 right now, 2 0 in Beltor. And he's got two knockouts, two big knockout wins at heavyweight. So just saying, keep an eye out for a good old Vlad because he's got some grappling ability. He's got a big, thick head that I think can take some punishment. And he hits hard, right? He hits hard. He throws throws those punches kind of from the hips a little bit sometimes, but he still gets them through, you know. And um, when I was working with him, he wasn't in very good shape. He was just starting to get back into moving around, I think. So keep a lookout. Keep a lookout right there. Keep a lookout for both those guys, Kutchmeyer and do it. Uh, Cody Law got the decision win over Chavez. That was the uh, that was the undercard. That was the prelims. Let's get into this main card for Bellator. It was pretty good. I gotta say, it was pretty good. Kicking off the first um, the first fight. Oh, this is good. Daniel James 
uh, versus Gokun, right? Gokun, Sarakim. Sarachim, uh, Sarachim or Sarakim? I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. But they were uh, big on Daniel James. Big on Daniel James. They're talking about Daniel James. And I get it. Dude's huge. He's like, yeah, 6'5". He's enormous. He's a, he's a house. And he's got pretty good power punching from his feet, you know, and uh, good uppercuts. He sneaks through there sometimes. Exciting. But Sarachim, man, just clowned him a little bit with some wrestling. If James looked great when they're on the feet for like a second when they're on their feet. But Gokin took him down quickly, put him on his back, beat him up for three rounds. I just I don't understand sometimes with people. When you're when you're a huge blue chip type guy, this is how you can tell like the promoters don't really care about their athletes and how what good their athletes do. Like if you're really invested in your athlete, you'd make sure that he got the skills he needed to like lift himself up to the next level. You know, you didn't want to just throw out the sharks and hope he does go, okay. What why wouldn't you like you know force him to train with people that'll help him not get taken down and handled like that? Why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you try to build that guy up? Why would you try to get that guy the skills he needs to do those things? That's how you can tell that uh these promoters they're not really trying to build guys they're just they're just uh vampires they're just vampires <clears throat> the phil davis Corey anderson fight could have been something we talked about for generations it could have been on paper these guys have all the abilities in the world to do amazingly fantastic things inside the cage but I think they came into this fight just uh, giving too much respect for each other. Maybe maybe there was too much on the line because these two guys, both these guys, this is kind of one of the problems we have with Bellator. We'll get to it in the main event, main card fight too. Because these guys both are, you know, they failed at the title shot. Both these guys fought for a title and they failed. They couldn't pull it off. Same guy. And still got the title. So, I don't know. Was it too much pressure? Because these guys are trying to fight for a title. There's, there just didn't seem like they're really pulling the trigger. You know, or taking the risks. But, yeah. Anderson Anderson with the decision. Can't complain about the decision. It was fine. Just wasn't really a spectacular fight. Could have been. Could have been. Okay. I'm with that. We're getting to the co-main event, and I'm going to take a quick whiskey break. Mm. Ah, that's a nice uh, it's maker's mark right there. Nothing fancy. Nothing too fancy. Mm, it's nice, though. Nice little Father's Day gift to myself. Ah, a little black coffee. Wash it down. Bingo. Co-main event. Patricio Pitbull. One of the most uh, ferocious and victorious fighters in Bellator history, you could say, was dropping down to try to win a third title. To be a three-way class champ. 
all the way down to bantamweight and fight Sergio Pettis. Um, I thought he might win this fight. I thought he had a good chance of winning this fight. I thought he had a lot of power. You know, I didn't think anything of uh, the speed difference. I didn't think at all like there would be that much of a speed difference from from the you know that ten pound weight drop. But there was a huge speed difference. There was a huge speed difference. And what you had here was two guys that are usually um, counter strikers, defensive fighters, fought each other. And that can really slow the pace of a fight down. It really can. Um, there was, what, was the first round? Pitbull hit a, hit a double leg or something, took, took Pettis down. I think he should have kept on that type of pressure, mixing things up. But he um, started getting to this patty patty cake game and chasing Pettis around. It, I don't know if it was just strategically he, he was playing the wrong game and didn't hit the switch to change things up, or maybe it was a second-round kick to the dome. Maybe. Maybe that's what it was. Let's look at some of the action. I think we can do this because I've been doing it. And – Hasn't uh, haven't gotten dinged or nothing. I have to share this other page though. So there it is. Alrighty. I don't know. It's uh, that's probably better. Let's see if I can. Can I make this one bigger? No. It's awful. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I don't know how to make this better. That doesn't look right. It doesn't seem right. Uh oh. Nope. About that. Is that as big as I can get it? Uh, okay. So this is, what was this, first round, halfway through the first round. You can see the takedown here. Doesn't, doesn't do much with it. Let me come back up, right? Stuff like that, I think mixing it up there. Um benefits Pipple. I think he should have done a lot more of that. A lot of that mixing that stuff up. And he got he got away from that. And I don't know why he got away from that. And it could have been um the spinning back kick. You guys remember the spinning back kick? Let's take a look at the spinning back kick. There he comes. Boonk. This is end of the second round. He's wobbly. He's got to run. Clinches it up. Getting some control. Blocks the elbow. That's danger. That that was definitely danger. That was danger. Um, and then and then I think he kind of switched to that defensive style. 
Or he's always defensive, but like he was less aggressive. I don't know. I think I cost him the fight. He just seemed a little bit too slow. He was he was uh, not landing the clean combos that Pettis was. Pettis was in and out, better with the kicks. Maybe it was the weight cut. Maybe maybe he slowed down too much from the weight cut. I don't know. Could have been the weight cut. Could have been the the spinny shit to the dome. Spinny shit to the dome may have slowed him down. <clears throat> May have uh, thrown his rhythm off. I don't know. I don't know. So you, you you know when you get that. I don't know if you guys ever had it. When you get that thing, you get hit in the head, and you get the bing, and it just goes bing, and it rings in your ear for a while. That's what that probably was. The heel came around, went bing, and. That lasted probably a couple rounds, at least. And he's just like, I want the ringing to stop. I want the ringing to stop. All right. And then we get into the main event, which I enjoyed. I enjoyed. I don't know if you guys enjoyed the main event. I thought it was great. Yoel Romero uh, versus Nemkov. I think Yoel Romero did pretty damn good. Um, although I always feel like he could pull the trigger more. He could, he could, he could get after it more. He kind of lays and waits and relies on that, that explosive power. And uh, I think he's such a menacing beast. He's such a huge creature that if he just moved forward and pressured guys more, he would break a lot of people. And I think it's just a missed opportunity. A missed opportunity to inflict violence. That's all. That's all. Yep. All pro says Yoel is a machine at his age. The fact that he could take all that damage and still be there is unreal. He's a monster. Hamzamir also chiming in with his correct statement here. Yao doesn't use his wrestling. I don't know why. I just mix it up. You don't even have to like ground and pound or stay there for a long time. Just mix it up, man. They change some levels. Fake the double overhand right. Dan Henderson style. Like do some good stuff, man. Let's look at uh, some of the highlights. I'm not sure what all these clips are, but let's just watch them. I gotta turn the I gotta turn the volume off. Make sure I don't get dinged. It seems like the video is alright, just the sound. So a combination. It's good, good, you know, good output from Nemkov, but nothing lands really clean. Everything gets a you know piece of the forearm, piece of the elbow. Nothing's nothing's really uh, getting through and doing any actual damage, you know. So I think I think he looked pretty good right there, you know. If those are the best highlights from that round, let's look at some more. Let's look at some more highlights. You guys like the highlights, right? <clears throat> Stop with the automatic sound. 
we go. This is in slow motion. Block, block, block. See, I mean, everything. Okay, that landed kind of clean, but it wasn't a lot of power on it. See, he, that, that wasn't like landed clean. The uh, the inside leg kick to Yol landed, landed cleaner. He, he did a good job shelling and wah, 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 wah. Like missing. There's only a handful of spots that really matter if you hit them and hit them hard. So I don't know, man. Where are your real highlights? I don't think Yo got beat up that bad. I just don't think he did any bad, bad enough Come stuff on, himself. He he needs to turn it on. He needs to turn it on. Turn it up on people. Here's some more. See, I don't see anything clean coming in. Again, nothing clean. Great pressure. Great output. He's winning the exchanges because Yo doesn't res return anything. Doesn't respond. But that's not. That's not like, oh my God, he got destroyed. Like we'll get, we'll get to the destroyed. That was the Vittori uh, fight. That guy, that guy was taking shots. That guy was taking monster shots. I just saw some really great defense from, from the uh, old. Swash some more. I'll make sure it's all working right already. Now that's why it's slow mo. Okay, that's solid. Those look solid. Those are straight clean shots. You gotta really put. Oh, yep, that was nice. You really gotta put things together. More of that in and out on Yule. And I don't know why these guys don't chop the leg. I don't know why they don't chop the leg. When you have somebody like Yol, Yol, he he like retreats back, hands come up, he's hard to hit, and he moves back. So you either got to go deep on your your um, your combination. You start throwing instead of uh, ones, twos, and threes. You got to throw like four, fives, and sixes because the first two and three aren't going to get there, and the end of the the series will get there. Or that's still kind of hard to cover that ground because MMA guys are moving away so fast and you're already kind of further away. And I think sometimes it opens you up extended, uh, extended number of combination and punches opens you up. So you're better off throwing one, two, three. If you don't hit him, throw the leg kick chop as he's moving away all day, all day. One, two, three, chop one, two, chop. He's moving away. But the kick's going to cover enough ground to keep you out of trouble. And eventually he's going to get his legs busted up and not be able to keep running backwards, running backwards, running backwards. All right, all right. Let's watch some more highlights. Don't get hurt. Apparently this is Nemkov releasing more shots. Let's see what that, all right, here we go. I hope I don't get nuked because I'm making the picture big. Uh, oh, there's a couple snake, couple snake snuck through. 
Oh, there's a good right hand. He needs to go to the body. And the legs are there too. Bop, bop, chop the leg. Bop, bop, chop the leg. Not going to the body at all. Missed opportunities. Missed opportunities. A lot of missed opportunities for maximum violence. No free rides. No free rides. Let's watch this. I think it's the dancing one. Is this the dancing one? I like the dancing, the dancing moves. Anything need lure them in? Come on in. It's my snake charm tra trap. Come on in. Come on in. Ooh. He's doing some drunken master boxing right now. Emmanuel. What was his name? Emmanuel. He fought... Uh, Oh, Mayweather, he's amazing. I follow him on Instagram. Drunken master. That's the way he fights. Dancing, stumbling around. Freaking good. All right, so Nemkov, again, impressive. But now, now what? Nemkov has cleared out Bellator at light heavyweight. What's he gonna do now? Who's left? You've got you've got so uh, Anderson and and uh, and um, Phil Davis guys who already lost to him fighting for number one contender. That's the fight you're gonna sell, really? You got this great, absolutely fantastic two hundred five pound fighter. And that's the best fight you have to offer people. I mean, those guys are great. I love watching them. They're awesome. But that don't you see the problem? You see the problem here, guys? Like Nemkov's got a glass ceiling above him. How how high can he reach if he can't get outside of Beltor to find new competition? That that kind of segues us into the next rumor in the rumor mill, I guess it's been confirmed. Uh, Coker is talking about Bellator and uh, and PFL doing a little merger sometime. And it's kind of funny because they talk about this stuff in the press. And they're like, the, the number one and number two competitors to the UFC are talking about joining teams and whatever. And they're like, you don't even understand. <laughs> like, the next... Ten competitors combined, like, still don't equal the 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 power of the UFC and like the name the name brand the money, the you know the revenue coming in like no, it's not even close. It's not like they're competing. It's like if I if I decided to run a race on the sidewalk, right? I'm gonna run a hundred meter race on the sidewalk, and I start telling people that I'm racing. Usain Bolt for the world's fastest man title. <laughs> and they get second. Yeah, okay, awesome. <laughs> still still not really competing with him. I'm not it's just me and Usain. Like we're not, you know, some other old fat white guy or racing too. We're not competing. We're just in the same race. 
Ooh, that sounds like a good T-shirt. We're we're not competing. We're just in the same race. Oh. I gotta have my t-shirt guy work on that. Okay, Hamzamir bringing it. Says, by the way, Bellator's light heavyweight weight is superior than UFC light heavyweight division. Uh, that's arguably possibly true right now. But we are all being robbed of the chance to seeing it. We don't, we'll never get to see it. We don't know. We won't get to know. Why? Because UFC's greedy monopolists. Greedy, dirty monopolists. Ooh. Greedy, dirty monopolists. They're all terrible. The monopolists and communists are all the same. They're all trying to monopolize power and take money and resources from you and joy from your life. <laughs> Boo to the monopolist. That's interesting. Hamzamir says, by the way, Nemkov is moving to heavyweight after this fight. So now you've got guys. So who, who's, who's Anderson fighting for the title now next? You know, they're going to have the abandoned weight class and have another tournament to figure out who's going to take over uh, the weight class then. Oh, I missed some spots. Uh, shave it today, huh? Looks like you got to retrim it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Yeah, they, they want to keep the lid on things. They don't want, any, they don't want anybody even acknowledge that other promotions exist. There's just little feeder promotions that lead into them, and that's it. Let's get into the UFC. There's a UFC card. Did you guys watch UFC? I enjoyed some of these fights. Let's see. What was the uh, – oh, I took notes on my phone, too, if I have any. Extra saucy stuff I put in here. I don't know. Let's see. Where do we start? Where do we start? Uh, yes. Who was it? Uh, yeah, there's some good fights. Bukakis, Quaga was a decent fight. The uh, Argueta and the Lawrence, was that the slam? Yeah, that was the, uh, that was a no contest. That was, that was weird because there was a uh, takedown and I couldn't tell with the replay. I couldn't tell if it was. The mat, like the guy getting slammed on the mat that knocked him out, or it was the guy's head hitting the guy after he hit the mat. And I think it matters. <laughs> it's like if he got knocked down from the single leg of the slam hitting the mat, okay. But if he hit the mat and it was a head collision that knocked him out, 
then yeah, I think that is a, I think that is a no contest because you can't because under what circumstance can you knock somebody out with your head? You know, incidental head collision off a single leg or a takedown. Still, I don't know if the head bounces off the mat and it gets knocked out from the slam. That makes sense, but if you get knocked out from the head collision, I don't know. What do you What do you guys think? I may, I may watch it. I don't know. We'll see. Thomas Amir asking if uh, says, "Are you watching one next week?" Anatoly is going to become a double champ, but light heavyweight and heavyweight. Interesting. That's what I'm thinking, Pat. Yo, the slam that knocked out Fernando was clean. You think it was the slam? You think it wasn't the heads colliding at all? I will say it was messed up after he hit the ground. It was six elbows. Oh, that was a different one. It was the, uh, what was the, the Lawrence Arguetta? What was that one? It was, uh, it was overturned to a draw. Why am I? Oh, that's right. That was the, that was the mounted choke. I'm sorry. That was the, uh, that was the wrong controversial stoppage okay the dan argueta and ronnie lawrence argueta had a had a mounted guillotine and was choking the guy and and the ref checked his arm to see if he was tapping out the guy was waving his arm around and the ref touched it and and it moved in when he touched it but he didn't tap the ref stopped it dumb that was a, that was a that was a big turd that was a big turn on the ref right there. That was what that one was. That was the, the dumb choke. That was a bad stoppage. Absolutely terrible stoppage. I wonder. When are they going to add, like, fines from mistakes? Now we get into the Hernandez-Bondar fight. Um, this was a fun fight, man. It was a close first round. A lot of big punches. They were landing heavy punches. It was good action throughout the first round. Uh, second round was close. Um, Bondar need uh, Hernandez in the head, even though it was a light touch. He still purposely need him in the head. It should have been a point. It should have 100% been a point. There was no reason for that not to have been a point. I think that's dumb. Um, but, yeah, they didn't take the point. And then the takedown. The takedown to the ground. I don't know if it was. I didn't see enough replays. I couldn't tell if it was the act of Bundar hitting the mat and being knocked out from the mat, or from Bundar hitting the mat and Hernandez's head colliding with Bundar's head. If Bundar hit the mat clean, then it was a knockout, and the fight was over. If if the heads collided, I think yeah, it's a no contest. I will say that that was there were six elbows. He was out. He was out cold. Bondar was out cold, and and Hernandez landed six vicious elbows to his dome. What the hell was that ref doing? He had his head so far up his own ass. He 
He wasn't even watching. I took a break. He took a smoke break. Six elbows. The guy could have died. Six elbows. That was wild. Six elbows. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't fully tell if it was the mat or the head. I don't know what you guys thought. What were you guys thinking? <laughs> Pat Yo said, same ref that botched the choke is who Dominic Crusell smelled like booze and cigarettes in his Cejudo fight. <laughs> That's a new line of masculine aftershave products, guys. You haven't seen you haven't seen it? Booze and cigarettes. That's great. It goes great with uh petrol and leather. That's another that's another nice smells. Ladies go crazy for it. <clears throat> Kang Kyung Ho versus Christian Quinoyas. Uh with a slick, slick submission. Very slick, Rene could choke. Um, They're landing uh, pretty clean in the beginning. Nothing too monstrous, kind of an even fight. Uh, yep. Quineros, what is it? Quinones. Quinones. He landed, he landed something that looked like it hurt Kang. And uh, he ran in, ran in looking to finish. And um, yeah, Kang answered with his own big shot. <laughs> I'm not going to do back, uh, working to the clinch, taking his back. Yep. Finish. RNC. Real naked choke. Finish with the choke. That was a nice sequence to finish. Um, he got hit with a nice punch, seemed to stagger, step back, and uh, kept himself composed. Found an opening, landed some nice clean shots, uh, followed that into the clinch, worked his way to a nice sequence to the back. Very nice. Mata Leon finished with a choke. Magnifique. Pretty good. Must say, pretty good. Costa and Jimmy Flick. Costa was just on fire, man. He was on he was on fire. Um, Costa was landing these nasty calf kicks the whole fight from the beginning, and Flick did not do a good job of adjusting to those kicks at all. It cost him. That cost him big time. Uh, by the beginning of the second round, he was already pretty much done. Costa landed another kick. He pulls guard because to his back was not was not a good situation for him. All right, he gets the half guard, big elbows, done deal. Then we get into the main card. The main card, um, some good fights. The first fight on the main card was excellent. Nicholas Dalby and Muslim uh, Salikov. Now I, I know Mus Muslim Salikov. I've seen him fight a couple times. He's high, 
uh, high energy, high impact, a lot of spinny stuff. He's fun to watch. Dalby just handled it. Like he he um, was just next level for that fight, and uh, I was very surprised. Have not heard of Dalby. Dalby looked uh, uh, unreal, really good. Um, uh, Muslim, I think, was doing better in the first round until about the last thirty seconds, and he got kicked in the head. And then from that point on, it was downhill. Now I don't know how you would score that first round because. The back and forth leading up to that last, like, you know, like the four and a half minutes up to that, it was kind of like even slightly towards uh, Salikov, right? Slightly. Last 30 seconds, boom, head kick. He gets the wobbles, almost gets finished. He's He goes into survival mode. Who do you get around to? It seems, based off of the new scoring system, um, that Dolby would have won that round makes sense i think that's why uh well i think he won the next two rounds pretty convincingly too i don't know what the scores were for the fight but yeah i don't know I, this is one of the questions in my head that i was thinking while i was watching that but yeah he uh he heard him kept the pressure on Kept the pressure going for the rest of the fight. Torres, big, big knockout over Mata. Is it two guys that are knockout guys, gunslingers, it seems. They kind of wanted to weed out <laughs> the gunslingers. Uh, Manuel Torres, second time I've seen him fight. He's a killer. He is. He's an assassin. He's very clean with his striking, very capable, going to be fun. To see who he fights next at lightweight. I don't know if he's undersized to lightweight. I don't know if he looks small. I have to see him next to some of the other guys, but uh, seems like a possibly really good addition to that weight class. Very clean striking. Sabatini versus Almeida. Uh, Sabatini with the submission. Second round. Yeah, it was a pretty uh, – Sabatini, that was pretty straightforward, in-your-face fight. Just got in, closed the distance, took him down, went to work, figured out a way to get the submission. Uh, Almedia, back to the drawing board, needs to get some groundwork, get some escape, escaping from bottom. Let's do it. Uh, Petroy Siren versus Christian Leroy Duncan. Christian Leroy Duncan, what a fun – fighter to watch he's got a lot of spinning stuff very explosive got some good power that was a fun fight armin had to really buckle down stay straightforward keep keep uh moving forward not get tied up into the the flash and the spinny stuff it was a good good fight um armin with the win with the decision it's a good really good fight be interesting to see uh duncan what he's up to next. I don't I don't think I've seen him fight before. Okay, so this is the second time this year he's fought. If he got a win over Dusko Todorovic. Todorovic. He had a KO in the first round. So interesting. 
we'll have to keep an eye out for more of him. Uh, co-main event at lightweight: Arman Chikurian versus Joaquim Silva. You just had um, Sekirian was just all over him the whole fight. Uh, Silva did really well in a lot of the stand-up portions. Uh, but, you know, you had Armand take him down early in the fight, uh, wore him out. Right, yep, early takedown and controlled the whole first round. Second round, mostly stand-up, mostly even. Silva lands a big shot. Yep, landed a big shot at about a minute 20 left. But Sirukian was able to get on top. So that was a big standout moment for Silva, was that a moment he kind of wobbled Armand. But Sirukian was able to recover, uh, close the distance, put him on the ground, and uh, do some damage when he was on top. Yep. The wrestling was a, uh, a solid aspect of that game, but um, a lot of improvement from Securian's stand-up, a little more comfort being on his feet and training with some of these guys. So it was good. It was good. He showed a little bit more of uh, what he's capable of. Then the main event, middleweight, these guys, uh, again, this is kind of like light heavyweight division type stuff in Bellator. You've got these guys who have already, already fought for the title. They got dominated in their fights for the title. They didn't really show any, any like sign of like, oh, well, if they just work on this more, then they'll have a chance to win. They just got shut out. They got completely shut out when they fought Adesanya. So these guys are fighting each other to get another shot at Adesanya. And I'm not seeing um, the changes needed to make me believe that they're going to challenge Adesanya and really threaten him. Cornier looked really good, landed a lot of punches. But when you have somebody that beat up, like Vittori, and you're landing that clean, how are you not stacking your finishing sequences together, you know, in a way that, that does just that, finishes them. He was throwing a lot of shots to the head. I don't understand why he didn't mix it up going to the body, then coming to the head, working on changing angles and sides, going to the body, going to the head. Where are the kicks? Where are the leg kicks? Chop the legs. You know, throw the, throw the two and three punch combinations, land the big punch, and then finish with the kick. Where is that? That stuff needs to be put on. Uh, where is the landing the big punch and, and staggering him and sending him back and turning the pressure on, turning the heat on to get the finish and get him out at that moment when he's hurt for that second? That's what I need to see from Kanonier to be like, yeah, he's he's made changes. He's going to be there. He's going to beat Adesanya. He's going to do it this time. But just sitting in the pocket and then patty caking, letting the guy recover, and patty caking, letting the guy recover, it doesn't sell me on the idea. It doesn't get me amped up for it. I think um, even if it's blast double 
get to a position to throw elbows. If that's Kanye's best position to finish from and do damage from, figure out a way to get there. You know, he landed so many punches and did so much damage to Vittori. You gotta, you gotta find a way to transition that into a finish. You just do. Just got to. I said it, so it is so. All right, guys. What do you think? What do you think? Kyle uh, Wells says, what's the padding like, if any, on the flooring of the UFC professional promotional cages? I'm assuming it's a bit harder than your typical gym wrestling mat. Not necessarily. Um, it's not a super thick thing. Um, I, I want to think it's like probably half inch padding. Um, or foam, but it, it's all up on um, a thing that's on springs. Like the whole canvas is on on a big spring thing. So there is a little bit of a give, um, but it is hard. It's almost kind of like it's less spongy, but it's kind of like the floor of the where they do the tumbling things for the Olympics. You know what I'm saying? The gymnastics mat, but not that not that springy. But there's some spring to it. But yeah, you can doesn't take a lot to knock a person out, honestly. Thank you very much, Mr. Wyatt Beam. Having a good Father's Day. Hope you are too. Oh. Yep. All right, and then what else? What else is news? You guys been paying attention to the Connor, Connor McRapey show? If you guys haven't been paying attention to me and Jason Bermis's show, Mixed Martial Mindset, we've been talking about Connor's rapes for like four years now, or something since he started doing them. <laughs> I don't know of anybody before me and Jason who talked about it. On the cutting edge. You guys see that mustache, huh? It's pretty glorious. I think so. Hey, guys. So, what's, uh, we got what? What's coming up? June 24th. We got some time. Huh? June 24th. What is today? 18th. Oh, I guess it's next weekend. All right. Josh Emmett, Ilya Tapuria, Rebos Barber. Bundage, Dumas, Onama, Santos, Brandon Allen, Bruno Silva. Okay. What else? What else? Neil Magny, Philip Rowe, Selgas, and Joshua Van. Then you got a picture on him. Taffa and Lane. Okay, okay. There's some. Some fights uh, to watch. We're starting at uh, 8.30 a.m. Ah, 8.30 a.m. Are you kidding me? Uh-oh, 8.30 a.m. I might not be watching some of these. I'm going to miss some because I got class. I teach class at 11 a.m. If you're in San Jose, come to my wrestling class. 
11 a.m. every Saturday. If uh, you guys can't make it to the classes, I got programs. I got programs. Fitness, meal plan, net care, kids wrestling class for you in there. Self-defense, all the other fight stuff. And when I do seminars, I film them and I put them up there too. So those are in the gum road. You can get those. You guys should sign up for the newsletter too. Go to Jumpfish now. That sign up for the newsletter. Good things will happen. You can do it. It's coming. Good things will happen, guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for watching. Um, oh yeah, I I I opened that when I won my title. That was a that was a treat. Um, we had that. I brought that to Vegas with me when I fought for the title, and I drank it. It was wonderful. It was a wonderful 12-year-old Jameson with my name on the bottle. Fantastic. I got a nice 18-year-old bottle of something when I retired. Because I fought for 18 years. Yeah. All right, guys. I uh, I think that was good. I think it was good. Yeah, if I, I dug I dug the fights, they're pretty good. Can't complain too much. Uh, I miss the fact that we didn't have any bare knuckles to watch. But that'll be back. We'll have some bare knuckles soon. I can't wait. Me and me and the lady. Me and the lady like the bare knuckles. They're fun. They're fun. It's a good show. You guys should watch. Thanks for watching, guys. I appreciate it. Make sure you like, share, uh, share, share, definitely share with your friends. Subscribe if you haven't. Subscribe to the uh, the Clips channel also. J F K N Clips. Go to that one. Do that, and uh, subscribe, man. I want to get over a thousand on that, like a seven hundred or something. Come on, come on. I got videos with more views on that than I have subscribers. Come on. Guys, let's go. Thanks for watching. Check you later.